And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brady Leonard. Uh, hopefully, you guys had a great weekend. Um, I had a good weekend. Hopefully, hopefully, you all had a good one. Um, man, I'm podcasting my ass off this week. <laughs> podcasting my butt off this week. I'm on vacation Monday through Friday uh, next week, but you will still have both episodes next week doing my normal shows on uh, uh, today and Wednesday, and then I'm recording next week's shows on Friday and Sunday. So hopefully I don't run out of stuff to talk about. Something tells me I won't because the news cycle is insane. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be podcasting like a maniac this week to make sure that both episodes come out on time for you guys next week. Um, and it'll be good. I mean, we have some good guests coming up as well, including uh, next week is episode 100. So I've got some special stuff planned for that it should be it should be good i was supposed to have halsey english from halseynews.com back on today uh, but he had a bail he bailed last minute way to go halsey it's all good he's a busy guy you know he's like an adult and stuff so it's all right we'll have him back on soon but uh yeah definitely left me hanging halsey uh so this (laughs) no guest today um before we get into everything we need to talk about, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at Premier Vapor. Um, if you want to quit smoking or if you vape already, definitely check out Premier Vapor, uh, premiervaporandlounge.com. Um, they have the, the largest selection of premium e-liquids anywhere in the country, all FDA compliant. They have any kind of battery, mod, tank, coil, anything you need, check them out. If you're in Northwest Ohio or traveling through the area, they have physical locations in Holland and Perrysburg, Ohio. Uh, and if not, just go to premiervaporandlounge.com. Uh, free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. And uh, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Please give us a five-star rating and a good review. Um, and obviously these shows, two shows a week, Monday and Wednesday afternoons, will always be free. The content will always be free, guys. But if you like what you're hearing and you want to get involved, check us out, patreon.com slash the Podcast. You can contribute to the show, and there's awesome perks and incentives if you choose to do so. Uh, if not, it's all good. At least give us a good rating on iTunes and all that all that good stuff. We would definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, look, a lot, a lot to get to today. Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing good. Um, obviously, Twitter, the Twitterverse over the weekend was was absolutely inflamed. Um, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders um, was thrown out of a restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, which is outside of Washington, D.C., a restaurant called The Red Hen. Um, she was sitting there with a, a group of eight people just eating dinner, and the owner of the restaurant told them to leave. Um, because of their political beliefs. So they're not welcome in the restaurant because they're Republicans. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen um, was harassed at dinner with her family as well and then followed home by leftist protesters um, where these thugs threatened her family. Uh, Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi was harassed and spit on by leftist thugs at a movie theater. Um, 
the left is really upping the the thuggery and the political violence against their opponents. Um, it is really, really disgusting stuff. It is disgusting stuff. And Maxine Waters, crazy Maxine Waters, that honestly probably the stupidest person in American politics. Literally, this woman has the IQ of a, I don't know, of a hedgehog. I mean, she's not a bright woman. Defended this harassment. Defended the thuggery. Defended violence against her political opponents. She said, quote, if you see anybody from that cabinet, meaning, you know, the Trump administration, in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them. You tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere, unquote. So she is urging Democrats, anytime you see an elected Republican or a member of the Trump administration, to harass them, create a crowd, and tell them they're not welcome in public. Really. She is, she is calling for violence against her political opponents. Can you imagine if somebody said this about the Obama administration? What if Paul Ryan got up and said, anytime you see President Obama or anybody that works from him, you get out, you create a crowd, and you harass them and tell them they're not welcome. What would happen? What would happen if a, if a Republican said that? They'd be called a Nazi. They'd be called a racist. I mean, it, it, absolutely ridiculous. I cannot imagine what would happen if a conservative said this about a liberal. It would be an absolute shit show. And no matter how ridiculous Trump's rhetoric, President Trump's rhetoric gets sometimes, or how how ridiculous his Twitter feed gets sometimes, the left always, always takes it to the next level, right? You think, I mean, you'd think the loudmouth New Yorker reality star, President Donald Trump, would be the most, you know, would be saying the most inflammatory things. Nope. Nope. The Trump administration has never called for political violence against their opponents. That's literally what Maxine Waters is doing. I mean, I can't, all they have to do is let Trump beat himself, right, with the rhetoric, with the tweets, but they won't do it <laughs> because there's the, they, no matter what Trump does, the, the left makes it worse. They do something worse. It is really, really incredible. And honestly, I don't know if anybody's noticed this. These leftist protesters or thugs, bullies, they're only harassing female GOP politicians. They're not going after guys. Why is that? Why don't they go after the guys? Why don't they go after Jim Mattis? Hmm? <laughs> Why don't they go after Mad Dog Mattis? They hate him, too, because he would shoot them in the head. <laughs> okay? They would, like, if somebody accosted Jim Mattis, they, they, that would not be good for their health, right? They're harassing women. This is sexist. They're going after <laughs> female Republicans, not, not men. Why don't they pick on someone their own size, man? Leave Pam Bondi alone and Kirsten Nielsen and Sarah Sanders. Why don't you go after John Kelly? See what happens to you. It's absolutely incredible. Where, where is the left taking? What, what do they want? And by the way, it's not just Maxine Waters. By the way, no elected Democrats have called her out for this. If, if a Republican said that, the entire GOP would, be, would condemn it, would say, no, that's absolutely awful, it's ridiculous, they should resign. But being on the left means you never have to apologize for anything. So Maxine Waters hasn't apologized, she hasn't backed down, and no one, you know, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, none of the leadership in the Democratic Party have called on her to apologize or anything. I, you can imagine what would happen if, if the roles were reversed. But it's not just Maxine Waters. You should see the comments. Go to her Twitter and read the comments. Democrats believe this. A lot of people on the left, a lot of Democrats, honestly believe it's acceptable to bring force 
against your political opponents, to attack them in public, to harass them. This is absolutely incredible. Is this what they, I mean, what do they think is going to happen here? What's their end game? A civil war? Honest to God. Where do they think this is heading? Randomly accosting people that disagree with you? One, I, I don't know what they're thinking. If they want this the civil war on the streets between leftists and conservatives, I, I don't know. I mean, who would you want? Who who would you want to have your back in a fist fight? You know, the the gender queer, gender studies student from a college in San Francisco, or the cattle farmer from Lubbock, Texas. Okay, like, come on. What what? If you want to get violent, obviously, I do not want violence. Violence is completely unacceptable in politics. You know, I'd rather just debate the issues civilly like an adult. But if you want to get violent, who do you think's better at violence? I mean, who, who do you think's better at violence? Francine, formerly Frank, the gender studies student from a liberal arts college? Or Steve, the uh, former high school wrestler who makes his living breaking rocks with other rocks? <laughs> like, who do you think, who do you think punches? Who do you think, oh, my goodness. Come on. People on the right, we, we've been in fistfights. I've punched people in the face and been punched in the face. I, I don't think there's an Antifa protester in the world that I couldn't knock out in under five seconds. Okay? These, these leftist thugs, I bet them throwing a punch and them having a stroke looks about the same. And there's going to be violence. Once you degrade politics, <coughs> politics like this, I don't know, guys. Like, if these leftist thugs keep harassing people, idiots on the right are going to do the same thing. I mean, they, you know, nobody takes the high road anymore. This is going to devolve even further, and people are going to get hurt. It's only been a year since a Bernie Sanders supporter that watched one too many Bernie Sanders speeches and, and happened to be crazy decided to go try to murder Republican members of Congress, critically injuring Steve Scalise. Thank God he... he you know, made it through, and he's recovering. That was only a year ago. How long is it going to be until somebody gets killed? And is that what Maxine Waters wants? I mean, would she even denounce killing Sarah Huckabee Sanders? I don't know. I mean, she's telling her supporters to harass them, to tell them that they're not welcome in public. That seems pretty dehumanizing to me. I don't know, guys. I don't have a good feeling about about this one. I really don't have a feeling a good feeling about this. Jesse Kelly over at the uh, the Federalist wrote a piece that I thought was ridiculous a few months ago, and he basically laid out why he believes uh, the country is inevitably heading towards a national divorce, right? How eventually both sides won't be able to live together anymore, and we're going to have to split off into two separate countries. Now, I hope to God that doesn't happen because I love my country, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, you have Democrats calling for violence against their political opponents. I mean, what what happens next? What happens when there is violence? What happens if somebody murders or or assaults Sarah Huckabee Sanders next time? People on the right are going to retaliate. The whole thing is going to keep devolving. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe I'll feel better about this tomorrow. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry for the doomsday talk. But I don't know. Like, where is this heading? Like, I, I honestly don't know. This could get ugly. This could get violent, right? I don't know. And obviously, I'm not a I'm a libertarian, but I'm not an ANCAP. I'm not an anarcho-capitalist. I do see some value for the state, but uh, ANCAP libertarians, 
it's kind of like a consensus position that you know if they got their way and and we we actually made it to you know the place where we could be a stateless society that not the like the entire country wouldn't be able to be with us like we would have to have our own stateless society and like cut out a lot of people because like the the commies the socialists the the hard leftists would never ever accept it and they would you know be violent you know they wouldn't accept a stateless society they would never they're not big on personal responsibility and property rights so like you'd only you know your your ancap your ancapistan would have to you'd have to isolate the people who believe in property rights you know and that's not everybody living in the United States so in, in the 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 hardcore libertarian camp like they they kind of accept that there would have to be some kind of nat- na- you know national breakup at some point you know I don't know maybe they're right <laughs> I hope not you know I hope they're wrong you know that sounds really messy really dangerous but I don't know I don't know what's going to happen I do not know guys <laughs> All right so let's 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 jump to immigration real quick uh, update on where we are with the quote unquote crisis on the southern border um Trump ended up signing an executive order that that placed the children that were separated from their families back with their families um you know, after saying that he couldn't do it through executive order, he shouldn't be doing this through executive order. It is probably illegal and unconstitutional, but hell, I mean, Obama did it for eight years, so I guess we're just used to it. Um, Congress failed to pass a bill fixing the problem. I think it got 193 votes out of the 218 needed, um, so a handful of Republicans voted against it. Uh, all the Democrats voted against it because, like I said, they don't they don't want these kids to be reunited with their families. They don't want to fix border policy. They just want open borders, and they want to import millions of of, of refugees and immigrants into the country so they'll vote Democrat and beat the Republicans. That's what they want. So they won't vote for anything short of open borders. That is a fact. Um, there's some good polling data um, regarding the southern border. Uh, good for the Republicans, that is. An ABC poll. Uh, showed that only 21% of the country wants the Democrats' open border policy. Only 21% wants catch and release, which was the Obama policy, which means uh, an illegal alien, you know, crosses the border illegally, they get arrested, um, and all all we do is we say, all right, here's your court date, uh, but you're free to go. And then they just they never come back, obviously. <laughs> They're now in the country, and they just go do whatever they want and just live, you know, scot-free in America, uh, only 21% of, of voters uh, liked catch and release. Very interesting. Over two-thirds of these people polled in, in the ABC poll were in favor of arresting and deporting illegal aliens across the border illegally. Two-thirds. 51% supported building the wall on the United States-Mexican border. 51%. That's the highest that number has ever been. <laughs> That's the highest polling number that the wall has ever gotten very interesting this is not see last week when this whole thing blew up and you know like i said it was the same day that it was released that we had you know 3.8 percent unemployment which is full employment and the economy was growing at four percent for the first time in whatever 30 something years uh and then the left goes we need babies crying find us a screaming child put it on tv distract from all the good economic news i thought this was going to be a winning issue for the democrats i thought this was something they would actually use to to beat republicans with but it turns out 
not so much. This is actually a winning issue for the Republicans. Uh, the, you know, the vast majority oppose catch and release, and a slim majority uh, support building a wall between here and Mexico. That's very interesting. So why the hell are Republicans too scared to pass conservative legislation? Like, this is a winning issue. Those Republicans that voted against, I believe it was the Goodlatte bill, they should be ashamed of themselves. Like I said on the last episode, I'm sick and tired of playing defense. I'm sick and tired of apologizing for everything. The left doesn't apologize for anything. The left never apologizes. Maxine Waters called for violence against her political opponents and won't apologize. So why are Republicans apologizing for wanting to secure the border? Just secure the damn border. Pass a conservative bill that, that, you know, that fixes this crisis with children being separated from their families. Because legislation does need to be passed. It's still the law. It was the law that Bill Clinton signed uh, in, in 1996 that says you can't hold a child in detention on the border for longer than 20 days. So Trump reunited these families, but if they're, they haven't been processed in 20 days, they're going to have to separate them again. You know, this is just a Band-Aid. You know, it's not legislation. The president can't change the law. So Congress still has to do something here. And just get what you want. You have a majority for now. <laughs> I mean, what, you're afraid that the media, CNN's going to call you Hitler? The CNN will call you Hitler no, no matter what. The mainstream media will call you a Nazi no matter what. Who cares? Don't apologize. Go on the offensive. Pass some good legislation for the love of God. The media called Mitt Romney. Hitler. Mitt Romney. <laughs> okay. If they call Mitt Romney a Nazi, they will call anyone affiliated with the Republican Party a Nazi. Who cares? Ignore them. The left and the media are the whining, bitching girlfriend that berates you and tears you down and calls you names, and then for some reason you keep buying her shit anyway. Don't. Do not reward bad behavior. Don't sink good legislation because... You're scared that Chris Matthews is going to call you a racist. You know you're not a racist. Pass the legislation. <laughs> Secure the port. Who cares? Don't apologize. Don't backtrack. Don't play defense. They're going to call you Hitler no matter what. Just do your job. This is a winning issue. Two-thirds of voters oppose catch and release. Okay? Only 21 support. 21% support that. 51% include building a wall on the southern border. And that's not even a big issue for me. I could care less. But the majority of voters support it. The majority of supporters of voters support it. Just get it done. The Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, <laughs> are obviously hostile towards, towards Republicans. They're calling for violence against Republicans. The country is not opposed to Republican policy. Okay, another another poll in the, in that ABC poll uh, said that 54 percent of Americans view the economy as good or excellent. That's the highest number ever polled. Okay, the highest number ever polled. 54 percent view the economy as good or excellent, and the vast majority credit the President Trump's administration and the Republicans, mostly for cutting taxes, for the economic growth. You Republicans have political capital. Use it. Just use it. CNN will call you Hitler. Who cares? <laughs> use the political capital that you have from a booming economy and get things done. 
the vast majority of Americans agree with the Republicans on the border. They don't want the Obama policies. They see that the Obama policies hurt the country. They don't want it. They're ready for a change. Why aren't House Republicans also ready for a change? It's what they ran on. It's what they won on. Just do it. Just do it. So to recap, the Democrats want to bring violence upon their political opponents. The majority of the country agrees with the Republicans on the border. The Republicans still can't get anything done. What the hell's going on? <laughs> like I said, nothing great. And look, and I've been getting a lot of hate lately because I've been attacking the Democrats and attacking the left almost exclusively. And look, there, there's some bad news. I mean, I, I'd like to attack, you know, spend more time talking about how feckless the Republicans in the House have been for not getting any of this done. I'd like to talk about the tariff policies. I believe President, President Trump is absolutely wrong on tariffs. Tariffs are a tax on the American people. Today, Harley Davidson said they're moving some factories overseas because they can't afford the taxes, they're the tariffs that President Trump placed on Europe. Okay, that's bad. I mean, the, the tariffs are actually, you know, hurting American jobs. I mean, Harley Davidson employs a lot of people, and, and they're being hurt directly by this tariff policy. It's not good. So I'd like to, to talk about that. And then Maxine Waters calls for violence against her political opponents. I'm like, okay, like no matter what, no matter what the president does or says that I disagree with, no matter what the Republicans in office do and say that I disagree with, and there's a lot of things I disagree with, the Democrats are just so much worse. They go, they just, ah, they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. I'd like to punch right a little bit more, you know? All the Democrats would have to do is not be stupid and evil. (laughs) For the love of God, that is so much worse. They're so much worse. My goodness. The Democrats are worse. More of the story. I guess that's all. I guess that's all. I'll leave it there. I'll leave you guys with that. Uh, hopefully I'll be in a cheerier mood on Wednesday. Follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Subscribe if you haven't already on iTunes or SoundCloud. Give us a good rating and review. Check us out on Patreon, all that good stuff. I really appreciate you guys, man. We've been getting so much good feedback, and I really do appreciate it. And uh, big stuff in the works. Big guests coming up. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. Um.